Hey y'all, happy Wednesday to you. If you have been following along with us, you know the routine and you know what we're doing. But if you're joining us today, let me tell you what we're doing real quick. Uh, We are following Jesus day by day, step by step through his Passion Week, which is Sunday when he entered Jerusalem, the triumphal entry, all the way to his crucifixion on Friday. And today we're looking at what he did on Wednesday. Now what I've done is taken the four Gospels, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, and compiled them together to create kind of an accurate, as close as we can, picture of what he did day by day. Now what's interesting about today is we need to understand something. The way the Jewish, um, uh, the way they, they started their day, their day actually started what we would consider the night before. And so if you were following a Jewish day, your day would actually start in the evening of the night before. And so I'm picking up what we're calling Wednesday. I'm picking up for what happened on what we would call Wednesday night. Uh, they would also they would have already called it the next day. So so this is still the continuation of Jesus's teaching. And then you're going to see that Wednesday he's really quiet and uh, goes to have dinner with some friends is what he does on Wednesday night. And so I think there's something to be said for this. If you followed along on Tuesday, and if you didn't, please go back and listen to the previous days. Tuesday was a really busy day for Jesus. He did some, not only some long teaching, some varied teaching, but man, he did some bold teaching by calling the the Pharisees and scribes and, and, and Sadducees out as hypocrites. Very bold stuff. And Jesus, being the Son of God, took the next day to rest. I think there's something there for us. Um, that on those busy days, which we all have, it's also important to realize that you're going to need some day, a day to recharge. Jesus did it the next day, and he did it by having some quiet time. We don't see him doing anything, and by having dinner with friends, which, um, you know, Lord willing, we will be able to do again soon. So let me go ahead and read the passages for you today. Um, As I read over them, here's what I have been praying for you. I've been praying that these passages do one of three things, or, or even better, that they do all three of these things. I've been praying that you will see Jesus clearly. I know there's a whole lot of misconceptions about Jesus. I pray that some of those misconceptions are dispelled by hearing these passages. I also pray that you will know Jesus better. I pray that you see the heart of God in what Jesus is doing. And because of those things, I pray that you trust him more, um, that you give more of your life and more of your thoughts and more of your your behaviors to him. Uh, I pray that ultimately you give your life to him and become a Jesus follower because there's really no better hands to put your life into than his. And so today's passages are going to be from Matthew verse chapter 26, verses 1 through 5, and then verses 14 through 16. We're also going to pull from Mark 14, verses 1 and 2, and then verses 10 and 11. Uh, We're going to look at Luke 22, verses 1 through 6, and then John 12, verses 36 through 50. So um, also too, as I've been going through this, if if you want my manuscript, just email me and I can send you uh, all of this written out at any at any time. So let's go ahead and get started. Find a good place to just listen to God's word being read over you. When Jesus had said these things, he departed and hid himself from them. Though he had done many signs before them, they still did not believe him, so that the word of God spoken by the prophet Isaiah might be fulfilled. Lord, who has believed what he heard from us, and to whom has the arm of the Lord been revealed? 
Therefore they could not believe. For again Isaiah said, He has blinded their eyes and hardened their hearts, lest they see with their eyes and understand with their heart in turn, and I would heal them. Isaiah said these things because he saw his glory and spoke of him. Nevertheless, many, even of the authorities, believed in him, but for fear of the Pharisees, they did not confess it, so that they would not be put out of the synagogue, for they loved the glory that comes from man more than the glory that comes from God. And Jesus cried out and said, Whoever believes in me believes not in me, but in him who sent me. And whoever sees me sees him who sent me. I have come into the world as light, so that whoever believes in me may not remain in darkness. If anyone hears my words and does not keep them, I do not judge him. For I did not come to judge the world, but to save the world. The one who rejects me does not does not receive my words, has a judge. The word that I have spoken will judge him on the last day. For I have not spoken of my own authority, but the Father who sent me has himself given me a commandment, what to say and what to speak. And I know that his commandment is eternal life. What I say, therefore, I say as the Father has told me. And when Jesus had finished up all these sayings, he said to his disciples, "You know that after that you know that after two you know that after two days the Passover is coming, and the Son of Man will be delivered up to be crucified." And the chief priests and the elders and the people gathered in the palace of the high priest, whose name is Caiaphas, and they plotted together in order to arrest Jesus by stealth and kill him. But they said, "Not during the feast, lest there be an uproar among the people." Now when Jesus was in Bethany in the house of Simon the leper, a woman came up to him with an alabaster flask of expensive ointment, and she poured it on his head as he reclined at the table. And when the disciples saw it, they were indignant, saying, Why this waste? For this could have been sold for a large sum and given to the poor. But Jesus, aware of this, said to them, Why do you trouble the woman? For she has done a beautiful thing to me. For you always have the poor with you, but you will not always have me. In pouring this ointment on my body, she has done it to prepare me for burial. Truly, I say to you, wherever this gospel is proclaimed in the whole world, what she has done will also be told in memory of her. And then Satan entered Judas Iscariot, who was the, who was the number of the twelve. He was of the number of the twelve. He went away and conferred with the chief priests and officers how he might betray him to them. And they were glad and agreed to give him money. So he consented and sought an opportunity to betray him to them in the absence of a crowd. So that's all that happened on Wednesday. You can see where Jesus taught for a little bit at the end of Tuesday night, and then there was some silence, and you see him having dinner back in Bethany at the house of Simon the leper. So anyway, I hope these words did inspire you to see Jesus more clearly, to know him better, and to trust him more. All right, church, I love you, and I love being in the church with you. I'll see you tomorrow. Bye.